live from Mighty Trapdoor Mansion. Hi, it's Hot Tip Hill. It's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine. Featuring Frank Hemblin, Horace Pengrove, William Bentley III, with Stinky the Game Master, T.T. Schmootkins, Tishka Honeypot, Alex Greenspan, and Cut Cockbirth. Also blow otters <laughs> or seals. seals. I am Wiggly, one of your hosts for Arcade Weekly. We talk games, the only Arcade Weekly show that we talk games does. On the Skype pipe, Kyle von Kubik. Hey everybody, that's me. Yeah, it's him. It might really be him. Talking games. Yeah, we talk them. We talk them. We also uh, let's play games. They, yeah, that's Apec what Jeremy from Apex. Yeah. Let's, They're let's from the We Let's Play game show. <laughs> yes. With Wink Martindale. It is a very good program, I'll tell you that. One of the best out there. They deserve all the recognition they get. Three people switching on to Googles. I loved it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll get them on this show eventually. Yeah, let's also piss on a fuse. How about that? Oh, let's. Babies are great. That'll make sense in a few seconds. <laughs> it's always nice to see a baby pissing. Well, they're standing up as well. <laughs> Let's uh, send the babies to the weird old man in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> We're going to love this game, I think. I hope that you like it, too. It's by Tecmo, which is kind of weird. Oh, I didn't mention Mr. Anale in a booth. Today we're going to talk about a game from 1995. Uh, we've touched on arcade games that are of the WarioWare genre. I think that's that's what's most synonymous and what will resonate with the kids the most. Yeah, is uh, WarioWare really took this formula and ran with it. We're going to talk about Gunbera Ginkun by Tecmo, 1995. I just wanted to thank you for suffering through that title. For I don't me. think I got it anywhere close to what it's really. You did better than me. So I'll have to text some of my Japanese-speaking friends on Facebook and ask them how much I butchered it. Yeah. 1995 arcade-only game. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to spoilies your uh, making mechanics, but most like WarioWare in its graphic presentation, although the Super Game Boy borders are, <laughs> are even more bizarre than some other video games I've ever seen. Yeah, if you're not familiar with WarioWare, I guess you live under a rock, yeah, but it is dumb. a collection of micro games, and I would even equate them to Twitch games, where you have to quickly figure out what you're supposed to do and then do it within, I think it's like five seconds. This game is a collection of mini games where it's the same thing. 
particularly for our English-speaking audience, because it's all in Japanese. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure the game is telling you what you're supposed to do yeah. between each minigame, but because I don't read Japanese, it also turns into Twitch-style WarioWare micro-game, where I'm frantically hitting the button trying <laughs> to figure out, okay, what does that do, and did I just die, or am I still playing this game? You do at least see if you're supposed to use the button in combination with the joystick. joystick. Yes, yeah. and this does feature some one-button Wii Wii action, and that's the first time that an arcade game has given us the one-button Wii Wii action, but only on there, some of the games. And there is, as we touched on, Wii Wii action happening in <laughs> this game. Is. Uh, one of the mini games, uh, you have to piss on the fuse of a bomb, <laughs> which is really difficult. Yeah, and it's so funny because, like we mentioned, uh, the the similarities to WarioWare is because you're scribble art. You're just these right. scribble line drawing artworks. But some reason, when you start to pee on the fuse, you are a fully rendered gray baby standing up. And you're not like a cherub you know, like of the the water fountains. I mean, I think that's what you're supposed to be. Yeah. But you're just a baby. <laughs> you know, what? they used to have wee wee babies actually that like would be tricks for kids when I was when I was younger, and it would you know trick you. Hey, look at this baby, and then it was a squirt gun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get pissed in the face uh, by the by a baby doll. <laughs> but that's you turn into this fully rendered gray baby that's pissing on a fuse, and then you go back to being a line squiggle. Yeah, it's all stick figures, doodly art, mashed together with photorealistic clip art, which you saw in the WarioWare games. Yes, yes. And this game came out eight years prior to WarioWare. Mm -hmm. I'd imagine there's probably some influence there, although I can't say for certain. And I don't know if this is the first of its kind in regard to the wacky goofiness of these strange mini games that you have to play. Uh, it seems like from what I can glean from the game, there's this overarching game show plot happening. Mm -hmm. And there's a host who has like angry eyes or glasses. I'm not sure. He asks you to make choices. I don't know what these choices are. I made them regardless. <laughs> and then it get, brings you to another screen where it shows you four pictures. And these are four different mini games that you're supposed to complete so you can move on to the next phase. And those are great as well. Talking about making mechanics, we yeah. both discussed this is pretty difficult. The, the easiest thing to say is WarioWare 2003. <laughs> yeah. As far as what other games I thought of while playing this, Professor Pac-Man because there were these different elements in that game, but that was more of a quiz game. If you're not familiar, it would ask you different things. Most of the quizzes that it would ask you or the quiz questions it would ask you would be, what's different about this picture uh -huh. or which is the wrong picture? A game that we discussed together, Three Wonders, was a game that had three games in one and you would choose one of three games to play. Yeah. Um, again, it wasn't like um, a collection of mini games. And we're unsure as of this recording whether or not you could swap those games on the fly or if after the initial choice it was all over. It did have a vibe of point blank with me mm -hmm. because there was the goofiness, the strangeness, but point blank was all wrapped in one genre style of game, which of course was light gun shooting. But and then being timer based and being, yes. you know. And weird. Yeah. It was still oh, a weird yeah. game. Yeah. Tenkamori Shooting, yeah. 1998. Again, it was all wrapped in uh, the genre of a shooter, like a Space Invader shooter. I'm so glad we, we reviewed that title. 
It's a great game. It has the same elements of weirdness and goofiness, although it's polygonal, and this is all 2D, sprite-based, doodly art. (laughs) If someone were to ask me to create a game, this would be very similar to what I would come up with. I enjoy the WarioWare just did it for me. I, I love the franchise. There's not a single game that came out in that franchise. All the different titles, I believe there's four. There might be five. I liked every one of them. Well, yeah, Each the one twisted. added something new. Yeah, the Twisted as well. Twisted, I think, is my favorite yeah. of all of them because it worked really well. Yeah. It, you know, it, it was a tacked on accelerometer. Yeah, breakout accelerometer. Yeah, yeah into the cartridge. And uh, it was smart because it was at that time where there were two different Game Boy Advances. Can you imagine that? Nintendo putting out multiple iterations of the same console? Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But they were smart, so they said, like, which gimmick do you have? Is the cartridge on the bottom or the top? Mm -hmm. So it worked on either one. I like those style of games, and because of my own art, I really like doodly type Mm -hmm. of goofy art. And so when I started playing this game or I saw this game, I was like, I think this is my jam. And sure enough, <laughs> this game is totally my jam. <laughs> you were a big creator of the the one WarioWare factory or whatever it was. Do it yourself. Yeah. DIY. Yeah. yeah. And I never got to download. I think I could probably download them now, being how easy Nintendo is to connect <laughs> I don't think I could even have found you as my friend. You know what I mean? No, no. I had to hire a a private dick to try to figure (laughs) out how to add you. There's more steps involved with connecting with someone on the 3DS than there is with doing a figure four leg lock. (laughs) Which is nine steps, by the way. And then there's a callback for you. Yes. I don't think you could have come up with the Super Game Boy border art on this one unless you were on LSD or something. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I, I love the choice, though. It's insane. There's one. It's just a person, a girl with purple hair, or maybe it's a guy. Just their head going around in a circle. Yes. <laughs> and then there's there's one of this muscle man, and he flexes so much that his like pectorals are bigger than his body, and just really weird things going on on the sides of these uh, more. Po- they're not postage stamp but they just don't fill the entire screen because you need room for the Japanese things that you have no idea what they're saying. Yes. <laughs> and then how many credits you have left. Did you see the one with the cat with the like the shark mouth? Yes, yeah. It's and just, it opens yeah, its it just strange shit. <laughs> its mouth gets bigger than its whole body on that one too. And they it's, have no correlation to what you're doing on the screen. None. It's random. But it's so much like the borders on uh, the Super Game Boy. You know, we, yeah. the cats can jump around. Well, cats jump around in here, but they have shark mouths and they're weird. <laughs> and they're rendered like um, motion captured polygons, which right. is nothing like the game, you know? No, not at all. <laughs> the game is very chalkboard flat. Let's talk about some of the mini games. Give people okay. an idea what you're in for. My hint was alluding to one of the mini games where mine was too. You're in the water, yeah, and there's a seal. <laughs> although I did confuse it as an otter as well. W- they're like, and I discussed they're this like on their back or something. So yes, they're sleeping, and you have to uh, blow uh, the the otter, the baby otter, or the baby seal, back to its mother. Yeah, and, and there's sharks surrounding you that don't do anything. They're just in line with you. Right. This could be a one or two player game. You can compete against a friend or just compete against yourself. And what you have to do is wait for the meter to fill up. It's one of these meters that 
will fill and then drop, fill and drop, fill and drop. And you have to hit the button at the right time. It's all about timing. And that is a fast power meter. Yes. And to get the maximum amount of blow to (laughs) blow this baby seal back to its mother. The problem is because I don't speak Japanese. It was showing me the button, and it was showing, like, arrow down at the bottom. Arrow, 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 yeah. arrow. And it was like, hammer the button. So right. I'm hammering the button as hard as I can. I'm like, this seal's not going anywhere. What's happening? And on upon giving up, I saw that that power meter at the top of the screen would fill up. Yeah. When you hit the button, it stops. So I never gave the power meter a chance. So here's my guy, winded, going. <laughs> and then what's really crazy, too, is there's a lot of deaths in this game. <laughs> So when you fail this mission, the sharks come and eat you Yes, and you drop out of the ring. And that that's one of the more gentle deaths. There's one where you get decapitated. There's like doodly blood coming out of your head. In fact, there's one. This actually is my favorite mini game. There's one game where it detaches your head. (laughs) That was the first one I played. Shoots it up into the sky. And then it's falling back down. I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing here? Am I supposed to dodge obstacles? <laughs> no, there's a little diagram at the bottom showing you where your body is in correlation to where you're falling. And you have to line up and get your head back on your body. There's That's actually a, a height graph and a base graph where yes. your body is down on this base graph. There's a guy pumping an air pump until your head blows off. <laughs> and then there's and blood. And it blows up with that red blood <laughs> coming out Blood of it. gushing out of it. On the seal one... When you win that one, the parent seals become these maniac seals and they go and devour the sharks. And that's what I meant about... I failed every time. (laughs) It's very difficult because the very high part of the power meter is very hard to stop on. And if you try to hit the highest power, you're most likely going to hit zero. And the baby starts floating back to you. But you can't just settle for middle, which is what no. I was doing, because they float back toward you. Yeah, exactly. And if you just do middle, 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 he'll eventually just work his way back towards you. The um, difficulty of each minigame fluctuates yeah. all over the place. And you start to learn which ones you're good at and not good at. Another one I had extremely difficult time playing was the one where you're in a boat and you're trying to reel in what I assume is a fish. <laughs> yeah. I never got the payoff. Oh, I did. Because yeah. It was super difficult. What I would recommend, because most people would be emulating this, unless you live in some fictional place where arcade games exist and they're <laughs> readily available, mapping the controller, if you have this option, to an analog stick. And I wouldn't normally oh, recommend yeah. that. Uh-huh. But, um, with that particular game, yeah. you have to rotate the joystick around. And if you're doing it with a D-pad, it's just not going to work. And I figured that out too late and I ran out of time to go back and try it. But I know it would work if I yeah. had the analog stick. And what you got to do is rotate the joystick and hammer on the button to reel something in. So tell me, what did I miss out on the payoff? Because okay. I doubt it was just a fish. No, I did the X-Arcade, of course. And um, you rotate around and then it tells you when you have to press the button. So you don't do them both simultaneously. And then you have See, to... that's where con- I was failing as well. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to continue rotating it around uh, to finally pull up your catch. A beautiful... Wiggly lined mermaid, chalkboard oh, nice. mermaid. Yeah, you catch a mermaid. There's a couple games like that where you, I couldn't figure out the tea head cup one with the birds. There's crows coming in. Oh, from really? The, yeah, I, I couldn't figure okay. that one out. So I did figure this one out. This is funny. We're okay. like helping each other out with this yeah. game. <laughs> what you're supposed to do is there's like some guru floating above you holding mm-hmm. a teacup on their head. Yeah, which and is filled have, with have, urine. Yeah, and you have a little cup on your head. And these uh, four birds go to the corner of the screen and come back. You can't get hit by those birds. Right. 
you hit the button to float up. So you float up and then you have to rotate yourself around oh. the guy in the middle. Um, whatever number it says. So I believe okay. when you first do it, it's twice. So you go around him twice and that's how you win that mini game. Yeah, we failed to mention that there's like three colors in this game. Shit brown is going <laughs> to yes. be the background. <laughs> yeah. And then you have white chalkboard. Most of your characters are just white chalkboard. And then you have the piss yellow is uh, some of your characters. <laughs> and to tell you what, uh, what if they're in action or whatever. And then you have the blood, the blood red squirts. All your favorite Crayola colors are there. Yeah. Shit brown, piss yellow, <laughs> yeah. blood red. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and computer blue sometimes. And seal blue. There are weird like Japanese things happening too with these little cutaways. And I can't, I don't know what's being said. You're winning the games or something. Yeah. Like (laughs) you're with, uh, I guess it might be like a wife of yours, but she's like some woman (laughs) smoking a cigarette and there's a bunch of babies around her. And like three of the babies are like too cool for school babies because they got shades on. And he's like, your character's like looking depressed or something. I don't know what that is. And then occasionally if you fail at a game and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to go back because I can figure this game out. It will give you like Jeopardy's Daily Double where it will do a different graphic over that game. And then you're competing for the affection of this beautiful stick figure woman. Right. Who I don't know what kiss. the fuck any of this means, but it, I do enjoy it. <laughs> And then there's parts where she's pulling a wagon that has these presents on it and yes. all, all this weird stuff that is completely lost on us because it completely all in Japanese, except for credit, I think. <laughs> Everything and the <laughs> numbers. Credit is in English and the numbers are the same. And there's one part where, oh, the, the other part is go. So you have two cannons facing at each other, your opponent's cannon and uh, your cannon. And the referee puts up his hands like, get ready. And then he has to say, go. But I didn't know what the fuck was going on because he'll say goon instead or he'll say like (laughs) moo. And these will be spelled out and he'll say them. And you have to or say good. When he says go, that's when you have to fire your cannon. I just kept firing my cannon as soon as he said market set, you know. Glow. <laughs> Glow. Or whatever. Yeah. So that was one of the games that I, I had a little bit of hard time figuring out, but that was completely satisfying. Oh, there's a Jump the Piss Lake. That's another game where you have to rotate the, the joystick very hard. Yeah. So you do that and then you have to jump at the end, a lot like, uh, you know, like track and field or something, except you're rotating the, the thing around to get up a good head of speed. And that one I had to switch my hands. So yeah, my right chances arm. are you've played most of these mini games in different iterations of either WarioWare mm-hmm. or a lot of the iOS games. The fun is trying to figure out what the hell you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> one of the Stranger games, which I've never played before, ever, I think you alluded to, the one where you're trying to stop the, uh, the game show host from luring babies into the <laughs> ocean. For some reason, he's out on an inner tube uh, at the beach in the water, and he's ringing a bell, and there are um, nine babies lined up and depending on who which baby he's lined up with it will attract the baby to crawl into the ocean and die <laughs> and it is up to you to ring an opposing bell to lure them back toward the beach all while you have like this really fucking angry look on your face like your character's pissed off about doing this yeah so i've never played a game where um the antagonists were actively trying to kill babies aside from wall street and i think <laughs> <laughs> and I think the mother might be out in that little, or grandmother might be out in that little uh, foot pedal boat. Yeah, I and couldn't tell. What I, happens? 
it's hard to tell, but I think that's her. And then when you allow the pervert to <laughs> kill and uh, defile the baby, um, oh <laughs> she'll come in from the right-hand side and she'll bounce another baby or a ball or something on your head like a bass. She'll slam dunk your head. <laughs> so very unusual things. Uh, yeah. Great little mini games that are just completely bizarre. Getting past the massive amount of Japanese, I think, is the only... You have to have the patience to do that. I will say, though, it's not like you're trying to play an RPG. No, 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 It's not... All it does is adds another level of challenge to it because you're trying to figure out what you're supposed to do. And people who are familiar with WarioWare, those games just eat. And you're like, uh, what? (laughs) Yeah, right. Before you know it, you shove your Game Boy in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, but um, I just mean as sort of like a distraction, I think, of, of in between the games. I think that that's what I mean. I think it's just annoying to see all that because it's so much kanji a lot of going it, across yeah. the thing. The other really funny thing, which you continue to gloss over, I think, it's the little photos when you pick your game mm-hmm. of these mashups of like revolutionary war people. Yes. Yeah. I did. Uh, I, I did fail to mention this. It goes back to this photorealistic looking clip art. And then somebody vandalized it by drawing like a goofy mustache on them or putting a fish on top of their head or something. Isn't there like a whale strapped to a rocket? NASA rocket. I couldn't figure out what was strapped to it. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't even remember that. Yeah, there one. was something tied to this to this rocket. There's just a lot of Japanese comedic weirdness. Yeah, yeah. In this game, but I appreciate it. I like oh, it. Me it's too. welcomed. We play a lot of space shooters on this show. We mm-hmm. play a lot of brawlers on this show. It's nice to play something that's just so vastly different than what we normally play. It's also eye opening that this quick buck mini game craze that's so popular on the iPhone and stuff that these mm. really existed in the arcades. I mean, yeah. we've all played them at home and we knew Point Blank was an arcade game, but we only really had access to them on the home console kind of weirdly until after they came out on the home console. And then I remember seeing like Point Blank in the arcade. Yeah, two things jumped out at me about this game. Recently, Nintendo allowed the licensing of Mario Kart to be a physical arcade cabinet. They're floating around Dave & Buster's now. Mm-hmm. I haven't had the opportunity to play it, but I know it exists. I would really love for them to license out the WarioWare franchise to somebody to make an arcade game. A pipe dream, maybe. If you do it right, it's a fun party game because, like, when I first started playing this game, the first thing I did while playing it was I was yelling to my wife, come in here and see this, see this, look what I'm doing right now. And it has that kind of community aspect of it. Tack on the fact that, unlike WarioWare, this is a multiplayer game. You can have a second player play with you. Mm -hmm. There's a fun aspect about that. So I I would love for that to see it. And the other thing, this made me a little sad. I just, back in the day when, like, Tecmo was putting out creative things... You know, before all the legal battles and the dissolving of that company mm-hmm. and it like rolling into other companies and then it's just resting on the laurels of Dead or Alive and Ninja Gaiden. Right. It kind of bummed me out, you know, because especially in 1995, Tecmo was a contender. Like they put yeah. out quality stuff and this game is no exception to that. Yeah. Unfortunately, no English patch that I know of for this. No. Uh, um, I, not even one in consideration, I don't think. But again, much like Hawker, you just listening to this program right now, 
puts you like 20 steps ahead of where Wiggly and I were <laughs> yeah. when we tried playing this game for the first time. Yeah. I just want to mention a little bit about in-app purchases because that's what it reminded me of because of some of the iPhone, iPad-y games infiltrating mm-hmm. the Nintendo shop for the Nintendo 3DS. I don't know if you got the new Pokemon Puzzler game, but it's all based oh, around. I missed that one. <laughs> well, it's free because oh, it's all, all right. pay yeah. for some diamonds. So you can play without having to wait another half hour to get a move against uh, Pokemons in puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. So they're starting to try Smurf to do that. Smurfberry method. Exactly. The My parents almost lost their fucking house over Smurfberry. <laughs> No, that's not true. They were actually, they were very understanding and good about reversing the charges. You heard about the Smurfberries on the news and then and actually know someone who I've worked with for all these years on yeah. We Talk Games. To have that happen to their family is just an amazing story. Yeah, uh, my little sister spent over $1,000 in Smurfberries. <laughs> She must have had the best town ever. She did. She was seven, though. And that's the other thing. Like, that's that shit's shady. Like, you know, if a seven-year-old can figure out how to mitigate the program to start charging a credit card, eh, I think that's a little shady. Can you imagine these kids with this 3DS? They're suckers for anything Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I can just imagine them not being, because you have to wait for like a half hour to get another move. Uh, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and and this is a stupid block dropping game, you know, like Yoshi's Cookie or whatever. Right. But then you get to capture, you know, got to catch them all. So it's got so much crack infused in it. Blooded. Yeah. Cold blooded. You know what? I was shitting on some Square Enix game. It wasn't even a game. It was like <laughs> you would just throw out all these pixelated versions of Final Fantasy characters and they would fight the Shiva and Infrit and all these other characters. Mm-hmm. And the whole premise of the game was just to buy Cloud from Final Fantasy VII as a 16-bit character gotcha. and this one and that one. I think I totaled it up. And, you know, you can go back on uh, Twitter, at We Talk Games, and find these tweets. But I think it was something like, if you were to unlock everything in that game, this little iOS game would cost you $75, I think. <laughs> yeah. Is what I yeah. did the math on. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Fuck you. That's the same thing with the pinball. Pinball Arcade. Here's a game that you could probably buy this type of game for 30 to $40 with all the tables that are ever going to come out for it. But yeah. here you're spending hundreds of dollars if you want to buy all these packs. And why wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, why wouldn't you want to buy all these packs? Because you want to play these classic games. But man, that price is high. Yeah. Well, as far as retro games are concerned or old arcade games are concerned, do yourself a favor. Chances are you got a GameCube floating around or a PlayStation 2 floating around that still works. Right. Go and look for those compilation discs. Capcom put out some great ones. Namco put out some great ones. Do a little research. You'll save yourselves tens of hundreds of dollars if you were to buy them individually. Six dollars for an emulated NES game? Come on. That's ridiculous. Although, I will say, as far as Nintendo's concerned, and as far as the 3DS is concerned, if I'm going to rebuy a game that I've already played and bought millions of times, (laughs) or at least dozens of Mm -hmm, times, mm -hmm. give me something new. And that's what's nice about adding in that 3D Redux type of finish that they're doing with you know a lot of the old Sega games. It's beautiful. At least it's something new. And yes, you get something new out of it. But how many times are you going to charge me to play fucking (laughs) Pac-Man? You know, the Mario Brothers are the ones that I just never buy. 
Yeah, because, you know, you got to go back to how beautiful the Super Nintendo's Mario collection was. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even remember what that was called. It was uh, so good that when they uh, redid it on the Wii, they didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> they just True. emulated it. Yeah, because they just they 16-bit it up, the originals, and uh, they looked gorgeous. So, yes. And they were still pixel and everything else. So. Well, anyway, uh, this. And now here's T.T. Schmootkins with next week's We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine, Arcade Weekly, Arcade Game Audio Clue. Hello, I am Titty Scrootkins. Here is next week's We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine, Arcade Weekly, Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, dudes. We've neglected to mention all of our media because, what the fuck, you just Google We Talk Games and you get all that shit anyway. But uh, join us on Twitter at We Talk Games. Yeah. Our Facebook page is still WTG Podcast on Facebook. I, I swear to God, I'm going to merge the original We Talk Games. See, I snagged We Talk Games for Facebook as a Facebook page back when nobody gave a shit about Facebook pages. Facebook right. pages were just these annoying things that people would ask you to join, and then you'd say, unsubscribe me from getting alerts about this stupid page about how your shitty band's going to be playing at <laughs> Podunk's Bar. Craptacular. So, and then I built, like, a social media type of website right yep. on the wetalkgames.com, and then all of a sudden, you know, this is all popular again to get everybody leaves that and goes back to the Facebook ones. You kids with your Tinders and your MySpaces yeah. and your Tamagotchis, you're fucking everything up. Yeah. But yes, the pendulum has swung the other way, so now we are on Facebook with an awesome presence, so check yeah. us out. You and your dot matrix printers. Yeah. But I swear, <laughs> I... Scan <and> barcodes. <laughs> every day... I want to go and merge We Talk Games with it so we could just be We Talk Games on on there, but it's going to wipe out like we don't know what. It's like mystery meat, you know? Mm. Facebook wipes out what it wants, keeps what it wants, and and we'd have to start over. You know, I don't know. It's, it's well, such we'll a get uh, Zuckerberg on the horn and figure it out. <laughs> Very good, very good. And also, don't forget about Giant Media Ball. We release the shows first. Every We Talk Games comes out first on Giant Media Ball. Sometimes by two minutes, sometimes by 15 minutes. Giant Media Ball is like an all-you-can-eat buffet of podcasts. There's something for everybody on there. You might like all of it. You might only like a little bit of it. You might be surprised by something that's featured one day. Subscribe to it because there's a lot of one-off weirdness happening, a lot of experimental shows, and it's a really fun feed to have. I have both because I like listening to myself speak as well as others. Yeah. It was a dream of mine to put this together for a year, two years. I don't remember how long I owned the name and finally got the ability to do it. Finally had the time to start putting up. Everything's still a work in progress, but I'm very proud of what we feature on there, the diversity and everything else. So get a mixed bag of topics and personalities and uh, and fun, I think. And please, please, please check out wetalkgames.com and check out last month's 
pick of the buck. We're, we're coming up toward the end of the month now. There's going to be another one out, but I don't want people to miss this program. It's a great program. It's a longer format. It harkens back to the old council that we used to do in the longer format shows, and they're talking about console games over mm-hmm. there. It's released on a Friday, which is tough, but it's available forever. So yeah. if you missed it because you know you were busy over the weekend, make sure you go back and check it out on your feed, because that is a great program, and last month was spectacular. Plus, you can make 50 15 20 30 dollars when you pick it a buck along with us and not only that but they're themed now so now you have a theme where you pick your theme and you pick it a buck that's right another thing that we failed to mention with giant media ball guaranteed guaranteed <laughs> to not cause hemorrhoids oh i didn't think that's what you're gonna say no that that's a new that's something new wow this is something that we found out over the time that we've had Giant Media Ball in place. It is not a cause of hemorrhoids. Asterix, this message has not been approved by the FDA. Well, if I push hard enough, I can make that happen. <laughs> you can also try to wipe your ass with grain alcohol. That might <laughs> sit on a cold curb sidewalk. You're not supposed to do that? My granny used to say, don't, oh, no, don't sit on the curb. You get hemorrhoids. It's cold. (laughs) Don't ask me with that one. Also, anal causes hemorrhoids a lot, so be careful with that. Gotcha. What type of lube you use. Pro player tips. We got to get out of (laughs) here. It's getting towards that It's getting towards that weirdness. Yeah. Hey, what's your- weirdness of this excellent game. Indeed. So what's your tip for next week's tip? Do we Um, do this weekly? We, uh, yeah, we do. Oh my God. What the fuck were we thinking? My hint for next week is average is the worst. (laughs) I forget what game we're doing. My hint is, you mean I could be the giant dragon right from the start? (laughs) true. Yeah. Fuck you, Goro. Hey, you'll see now. You got to spend fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, to be cool. And then each additional arm costs you another dollar. <laughs> hey, remember, folks, don't be a jerk all the time. And we hope you like us. Bye, bye. A tribal sovereignty means that. It's sovereignty. It's, you're, a, you're a... You've been given sovereignty and you're viewed as a sovereign entity. And therefore, the relationship between the federal government and tribes is one between sovereign entities. story before I was a drinker. Beat.